1: This is a true Canadian love story.
0: We were meant to be together.
1: I can't imagine my life without you. Honestly, he's a light of my life. It's nice to be in that tractor beam of love. I'm her biggest fan. I think I knew I'd lost my heart again. I knew I wanted a marriage like that. Difficult roads can lead to very beautiful destinations.
0: Well, love is the most important thing
2: dance there you know it's something that is is finely tuned over over many 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 years and um, trust that someone's going to be there to catch you when you go leaping into the air and take that risk that that someone will be there to catch you and I think over all of our many years we we have built that trust and and I feel that I can always leap and you will be there
0: Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. Today's love story belongs to Sarah and John, high school sweethearts from Halifax, Nova Scotia, who've been together nearly 30 years. The expression, distance makes the heart grow fonder, doesn't always work out for couples who have to spend time apart, But for these two, it seems to have led to happily ever after. This is the Canadian Love Map. Sarah and John, welcome to the Canadian Love Map. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. I'm really excited about this episode because, Sarah, we got an email from you saying that you're a longtime listener and you decided it was about time that your story should be on this podcast. Tell me about that.
2: Yes, I've been listening to the Canadian Love Map since it started. I found it through another podcast of yours, actually. And I have been listening since the beginning, and, and I, I'm, I just I love love, and I have been so inspired by all the various stories um, that have been on over the seasons. And a few times along the way, I, I sort of thought, oh, I think, I think our story is pretty special. I, I wonder <laughs> if, if we could ever be on that show, and, and I'm, I'm going to apply. And so I did on that day. But I didn't actually yeah. tell you.
1: She kept I me in the that. dark, which was probably the best thing.
0: <laughs> yes, that's, that's <laughs> often the way, John. You weren't the first, <laughs> I want to tell you. <laughs> But, you know, I love the fact that in your application, Sarah, you wrote the last line was, "I'm more in love with him every day, and I feel the same excitement of spending time with him now as I did when I was seventeen. And that is something to celebrate. So let's go back and talk about how this relationship started. Sure, I can I can start. we uh, we met in high school,
2: and uh, he, well, he's a twin, so he and his brother, came to our school just for grade 12 um and there was a lot of talk of those twins coming to our high school um (laughs) oh even before they go there their their their, yes reputation preceded them Um, they were very um popular sports soccer players basketball players and they they were recruited to our school to come play basketball and so the summer leading up to their arrival, (laughs) there was a lot of talk that they were, that they were coming, um, amongst the, the high school grade 12 girls. And, uh, yeah, we met in, in that first few weeks of school. I think we were in at least one class. We ended up being in a few more classes as, as time went on. Um, but yeah, we met, uh, we met then and because we started going steady in December of that year.
0: So what was it like dating in grade twelve?
2: Well, it was a different time then. I mean, there was there was no social media, there was no cell phones, there was no it was a lot of talking on the phone, um, you know, meeting up
1: for lunch or yeah, you know,
2: lunch and and sort of group parties, uh, movies, went to the movies a lot. Um,
0: It occurs to me that when you called each other on the phone, it would have been your landline, and it was the days when you might have had to talk to a parent.
2: For sure, definitely. I I actually still have the the little post-it note that my mom wrote his name, John, question mark, because she didn't know his last name, with his phone number. (laughs) And I still have I still have that piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's because I was so excited. I wasn't I wasn't home and I was like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't I wasn't there. But happily, you left your phone number. But yeah, definitely. Then in the days of having to say, is John there,
0: please? Can I talk to John? So (laughs) exactly. Um, Yeah, that I remember that being very nerve-wracking. And being twins,
2: being twins, you know, so there was many times in the beginning because they they don't necessarily like they're fraternal twins, and so once you get to know them, they don't really look totally alike, but they sound a lot alike. So yes, in those early days of you guys answering the phone, I think you guys probably had some fun. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) some fun with me a little bit at the beginning. So we, we officially sort of started going out in December, and then June we graduated, and we had each plans to go off to university programs in the United States, and so we, John left for his program at the beginning of August, so we really, you know, we graduated in June, we had July, and then off we went to our programs, um... Which we only had plans to see each other, I think, that first year we came home for Thanksgiving, possibly.
1: Yeah. Wow. Where were
0: you going and for what programs? So I, I
2: went um, to a school just outside New York um, for a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Dance. And
1: so I went to school in West Virginia to uh, play soccer. Wow. Did you that your business degree? And study commerce, yeah. Oh, commerce. Yep. yep. yep.
0: So you each were away at a U.S. school, and you both were pretty busy, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. How did you manage to keep the relationship intact, or did you?
2: Uh, Yeah, we definitely did. Um, And I think it was interesting. Well, as I said before, there was no there was no email in the beginning. It it came later (sighs) as we were in school, but there was no um, we wrote letters, old fashioned letter writing, yeah, old letters
1: and a weekly phone call, really. Yeah, we talked on Wednesdays
2: and Sundays, and that was sort of um, scheduled and for sure. And then that first year, yes, I had (laughs) prepared some already addressed envelopes that I sent him off to school with. Very <laughs> oh, <Larry Sarah>. slick. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> you, were, you were, yeah. Sarah's I was going to very smart. You know. She makes um, my life easy. And, and you and you did you did pull through. I still have those letters. And yeah. um, and then uh, over time we, we we did have email, but it was only in the university computer lab. So we were sort of always rushing to the computer lab to. To check a quick email but we, we definitely didn't have it at our fingertips.
0: So far what you've described is the story many people have lived. You meet in high school, you go off to different universities, you try to do the long distance thing and then it falls over a cliff. And so <laughs> the difference is you guys never found that cliff. We didn't. I mean when we first
2: went we, we didn't put any expectations. We just said really is distance a reason to break up when there's nothing else wrong right now. We, we'd we only been together for about six or seven months, and, and we were so young, and it just seemed like we were just getting to know each other, and distance just didn't really seem like a good enough excuse for us. Um, but we went always saying, you know, if you meet someone or if anything happens, like, just please tell me right away so that we don't, like, I don't look forward to seeing you in three months, and then, you know you haven't been happy this whole time. So we, you know, sort of set it up that it wasn't necessarily going to work, but there was no reason to not try.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good. You invited candor from (laughs) the beginning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so fast forward to the end of university and what comes next? So I
2: I had a a visa, a student visa, to stay in uh, the United States for a year. And so I chose to stay and move into New York City, which, as an artist, is sort of like being a minnow in an ocean. Um, <laughs> but also a dream. But also a dream. Um, but it it was hard. It was it was. I mm. mean, as as anyone who has um, pursued an artistic career. Um, you're sort of working to pay the bills at night, um, freeing yourself up to be available to audition in the day. Um, but sometimes those jobs may, you know, go into the night and then to get up and take class so that your body, your instrument is in shape. Um, it, it kind of ends up being a bit of a catch-22. Um, so, uh, I mean, I had a I had a fantastic time there. Um, but, it, but it was it was sort of a lonely time too. um, I was, I was missing John and and at that point I think was also our programs were finished. So it was kind of like now we actually have the opportunity to be together. Um, but I wasn't, you know, I wanted to, I'd worked, you know, my whole, all the, my university degree to, to then go off and and pursue that. And, And so we decided
1: that was probably the, the hardest time in the sense that we were kind of at the end of our degree. I was back in Halifax doing some university courses and Sarah was in New York. And so then it was kind of like, what comes next? <laughs> like we've done long distance for, you know, four and a half years and, and what comes next, you know? Mm-hmm. and uh, um, But what what comes next was kind of fun. It worked mm-hmm. out well, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it,
2: it definitely uh, came to so, a point where that life was, was getting difficult and it didn't, it didn't, even though I had a year, a year really didn't seem like that was going to be long enough to, to fulfill the dream that I had there. Um, and, and really, again, after four and a half years, um, with our relationship, it kind of did seem like maybe we should invest some time in being together. Um, as opposed to going further and further apart, yeah. Um, and so I came home f- for just a few months, I guess, and and we decided we would
0: go to Australia. Right. Yeah,
1: let's go. Let's try twenty four seven after four and a half years <laughs> of being apart.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, Canada's largest family-owned jewelry store. They are proud to be putting love on the map. And the staff at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story, too. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. Why Australia?
2: Um, We joined a student work abroad program, which was set up through St. Mary. Well, I think it's through any of the universities here, but it was...
1: Kind of an easy place to get a visa and, and work and travel. I yeah, think.
2: they did all the work. They set up the visa for you. They, they put you up in a hostel for the first few nights. Um, it was also the year that Sydney was hosting the Olympics, and our first uh, plan was to work for the Olympics. Right. Wow. And we signed up online, and, <laughs> and then we got there, and they said that we were going to be the cleanup crew and that we were, were like, going to be sleeping on in a stadium just fine like, in a cot <laughs> on, in a stadium and
1: didn't well, seem like a lot of fun to us so we, we, we bought a ticket went north
2: yeah <laughs> and it was so winter there we come; it was august and we'd come from our summer and it was their winter which really isn't cold yeah. but it, it seemed cold cuz we were coming from our summer and we were like yeah. oh, <clears> i don't i don't and it was so busy in Sydney. i was like, mm, I don't, yeah. I don't think this is for us right now.
1: So we found a resort island and, <laughs> and worked on that instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. further north. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds better. That sounds better for better. sure. Yeah. Was, but what
2: were you doing? Um, we were in the service industry. I yeah. mean, as a backpacker, the the jobs are not glamorous. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of them. Um, but we didn't really have a lot of choices. We had um, you could be a pick pick crops yeah. or pick cucumbers or things in a field under the hot sun yeah. you could um be uh, in the service industry uh, yeah or you could so, be a telemarketer
1: so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, w- I worked in the uh, in the hotel uh buffet but at the hotel buffet and at room service and i was just terrible at both of them really but uh <laughs> It was good experience for me. <laughs> I worked at the restaurant. Yes, it was. Yeah.
2: It was this beautiful resort uh, in the Whitsunday Islands, and a lot of the um, Australian Olympians would would come up to the resort after their events, and so we uh, we did get to see quite a lot of them um,
0: without even having go to go to the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the transition like from having been apart for so long? To being together, as John says, twenty four seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't remember. I just remember it being kind of easy, just kind of mm-hmm. natural. And uh, um, we're not one, you know, in twenty seven years, we don't, we don't really fight or, or argue or yell, and and so, I, so there's nothing like that stands out. And uh, I think we just enjoyed each other's company, and, and uh, kind of, even though we were dating for five years, we kind of got to know each other better, and. And um, it definitely passed the test. I mean, you know, at the end of it, we knew we knew we could certainly be together and uh, and and, uh, and be committed to each other long term for sure. so.
0: Well, there's got to be at least a couple bumps, or else it's <laughs> not interesting. Come on. Now, now, of course, everybody wants to fast forward to the engagement. Will you tell us that story? How did you take it to the next level? Well, it was
2: good. Almost, almost ten years went by. Yeah. And I was starting to yeah. wonder.
1: So we <laughs> we we took a trip in the spring to uh, Mont Tremblant and uh, had a nice trip. And you know, a beautiful uh, you know town home, and it uh, was had a great trip. And I and, and uh, but I could tell something was a little off with Sarah. <laughs> and then, then when we got got back to Halifax. I think it was. Her fr- I talked to her, her best friend, and and um, you know, I think Sarah had expected to 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 for me to ask her to marry her on that trip. So so I think she just given up after that. It wasn't there wasn't like you know necessarily tension, but she kind of just gave you know kind of just not gave up, but but assumed that it wasn't going to happen in the near future, and <laughs> there wasn't really any. I think I'm just the type of person that think you know I was committed to her. Things were great. wasn't in a super rush to you know, go through the engagement process and, and wedding. I knew it was gonna happen someday, but but that sort of accelerated the plans a little bit. And I thought I better go get a ring. I don't really have a plan, <laughs> but I better go get a ring.
0: You could so feel the heat.
1: I could, so I went and, went and, went and purchased a ring and, um, but I had no idea what I was gonna do with it. So I put it in my sock drawer and then like every two or three days I would kind of change the hiding place. Um, Cause we were living together at that time and, and just kept changing the hiding place. And two or three months have passed. And still no ring on Sarah's finger, and uh, still no idea w- how I was going to you know propose and then we were going on a trip just outside the city at a cottage with, with two other couples and uh, really really good friends of ours. a place that,
2: that was quite special to us. We'd been there uh, as, as a couple numerous times is by the ocean by Peggy's Cove, and in that particular time we, we went with two other couples. we shared a larger cabin.
1: yeah. So I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna take the ring with me. No idea what I'm gonna do with it, but I'm gonna take it. <laughs> she, if I do use it, she's never gonna expect that I'm gonna propose to her with with uh, you know uh, with couple with friends there. So so we have it. We it, one night passes. The next day comes. It's a beautiful beautiful day out, and you know I asked her to canoe out to the island,
2: and I said no. There's not. I said I don't really <laughs> feel like it, and our friend said I'll go. I'll
1: so, go oh, with great. you. Yeah.
2: And And I was like, sure. She wasn't married at the time, so
1: (laughs) (laughs) somebody was (laughs) going to get a ring. (laughs) Did did her finger fit the
0: ring? Any (laughs) chance? Same size, (laughs) just about, yeah.
1: So last minute, I think I actually told. No, I don't think I did. So last minute, uh, Sarah said, "Well, okay, I'll go for a canoe ride." So then,
2: well, you were kind of pushing it. You were kind of saying, "Are you sure you don't want to go?" And I was like.
1: Okay. So then I had to run back to the room, and she's waiting in the canoe, and I'm trying to find the ring, and I find the ring, and then I'm like, I don't know what to do with it, so where to put it? So I put <laughs> it in my I put it in my glasses case, uh-huh. and so here I am coming down. You know, I've got a couple of beers, and we go and, and my glasses case, and we're getting in the canoe, and we start canoeing towards the island, and halfway through, halfway there, Sarah goes, "Why do you have your glasses case?
2: You don't even have your glasses on.
1: I don't even have my glasses on. I don't. I, I have." <laughs> I don't know what I <laughs> I said, oh I have my sunglasses in there or something. Just uh, <laughs> sure
0: she had to be that observant, right? She is. But I wasn't clueing in she did at not all. Clue in. Yeah.
2: I, I pretty much kind of yep. sort of so not got, given up, but I wasn't expecting
1: it. Yeah, sure. so we, we got to this island and, you know, out in the, the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and and uh, not quite the middle, but off the coast and walked over to a nice spot on the island and I got down on one knee and asked her to to marry me and uh, and uh you could see her. Uh, our friends were coming out in the canoe as well, and uh, so they were. screaming.
2: They had no idea.
1: I think they were screaming. you! Sh- uh, well, yeah, I yeah. was screaming from the. You island, were screaming from the but, island, so but I think st- they thought we needed help. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they're, they're canoeing faster. Yeah.
1: Anyways, it was great. They arrived, and we celebrated together, and mm-hmm. it was it was great, and uh, it was a, it was great to have them there. It was great to do it. At uh, this location, because we ended up getting married at this location as well, so it's a pretty special spot for us, yeah, and oh, we've gone great. back
0: every year since
1: we go back every year, yeah,
0: and so you had your wedding there as well mm-hmm we did, we did. yeah, what was that like? It was, it was great,
2: I mean that well, it poured the entire day uh, leading <laughs> up to the wedding, so to look at the photos, you'd never know, but i I definitely yeah remember it was like sheets of rain and my i just remember being in the car driving from halifax out to the venue john had stayed there the night before and i could i was in the front and i could see my bridesmaids in the back and they kept going like they're just like shaking their head and going this is so bad and i was like i can see you i can see you in the mirror and i just thought what are we going to do it's supposed to be outside
1: and yeah. Yeah. The organizer did, kept saying we have to we have to move the chairs, you know, indoors. We have to move everything indoors. We had, indoors. A, t- we had a, tent, a tent, but it was
2: supposed to be down on the shore looking yeah. out at the island where we got engaged.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yes, the the ceremony was at five and probably at four. Yeah. They were saying, well, you know, we should move all the chairs into the tent now. And and the musicians, you know, yeah. they their instruments, they can't get wet and.
1: Kept I was saying like, it's like, going to clear. You? It's going to clear. Yes, and it did. And it did
2: yeah. at the at eleventh the hour. It, it did. Was beautiful. The sun came out, oh, yeah. and and to look at the photos, you
0: never know. Yeah. Well, that was a good omen. <laughs> it was. It was. And you have okay. two kids now. Yeah. So how how does that um, relationship you're talking about? How does that work? Parenting? Are you are you really a great team parenting?
1: I I think so. You know, it's uh, Sarah probably. Carries a bigger load than I do, but uh, um, you know, for me, just I think watching her, you know, you know, no one tells you how to be a a parent. There's not a there's not a manual, and I think um, just watching her, you know, grow into the mother she is and and the bond that she has with with the kids has been really special for me. And uh, she, you know, just makes me love her even more. And 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 uh, you know, so she's taken that challenge on, and and it's just been incredible. That.
2: because we know each other so well too that we we can sense you know when the other one needs a break or we can sense when the other one should come in and take over or we know you know sort of our, our values together that can kind of sort of you know I don't even have to say go ask your father because I already know what his answer is going to be um <laughs> <laughs> that's handy uh, yeah um, so I, th- I think we work well together in that way. Um, we, we you know, can spell off when needed and then we
0: are a united front
2: the rest of the time.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so I asked this question of couples who are on the Canadian love map. And I'm going to start with you, John. What do you love most about your wife?
1: So... <laughs> There's there's probably lots, but I'll focus on uh, you know just uh, her 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 you know loyalty and and commitment. I mean, when when I think of you know not just our marriage, obviously that's that's one part of it. And and to give you an example, we have a uh, you know a picture hanging a picture that Sarah commissioned of of an an owl from a local artist. And you know owls are beautiful, but it's the message behind the owl. Um, is that you know apparently they mate for life you know and uh, which I didn't know but uh, but you know her, she's just super loyal super committed to you know us but then it goes further just to watch her with you know with the commitment that she has for the family unit and the kids so she's just she's just you know I love that that she is committed and all into and dependable for her for her. Um, from for myself, but also just all her relationships.
2: Well, again, there there are numerous things, but I'll I'll, I'll focus on on three. One is that he is genuinely kind. He is extremely generous. Um, he he always wants to help people succeed, whether it's his family, his clients, his friends. Um, he's just in, incredibly genuinely kind. Um, Second, he's very calm. He's a very calm presence in my life. I, I can be sometimes a little all over the place, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he is a very calming um, presence in my life, which makes me feel very safe. And third, he's my best friend. He is someone that I can't imagine my life without and someone that... Wherever he is,
0: I, I want to be there, always. Hmm, beautiful. You took part in such a committed way in dance, Sarah, and, and John You soccer and tennis. All of those require fancy footwork. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know if, if you can tell me how marriage is like dance, Sarah, for you and soccer or tennis for you John
1: with soccer it's a it, it's a team sport and uh, you know you can't you, you know you can't succeed without others you can't do it on your own and and um, um, but also you know when you have a bad day someone's there to pick you up and and I think mm. when I think of marriage uh, you know it's a team sport and we're in this together and 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 uh, when when one of us isn't at our best the other one, you know, will rise, rise up and, 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 and help and pull and lift the other one up, I think, and lift their spirits up. And, you know, that's been my experience. And I think, I think when, you know, team sports, whether it's, uh, you know, marriage or, or, uh, you know, uh, even working career or relationships, I think, you know, help you help you learn to kind of, you know, win together and, and achieve something together. And that's, that's what I feel like we're doing in life is that we're, we're we're achieving success together.
0: Beautiful, Sarah.
2: I would say actually it's it's quite similar, uh, except in in dance there's perhaps a performance at the end of it, but um, in in dance <laughs> there you know it's something that is is finely tuned over over many 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 years, and there's constant sort of tweaking and and um, improving, and I think. Once you start working with a partner, then there's a lot of give and take. There's there's a lot of taking someone else's weight and then giving your rate and trust mm-hmm. and um, trust that someone's going to be there to catch you when you go leaping into the air uh-huh. um, and, and take that risk that that someone will be there to catch you. And I think over all of our many years, we, we have built that trust. And, and I feel that I can always leap and you will be there.
0: <laughs> well, Ginger Rogers and <laughs> Freda Snare.
1: <laughs>
0: I want to say thank you so much for sharing your story with us. It's been fun talking to you today. Thank you so
2: much for having us. Yeah, I'm a big so fan much. of the show.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter. This has been a Podstarter production.